today's time in Alachshir, we're going to do an unusual topic. Um, I want to do. I, I was talking to someone over Yantif, and he was showing me. He told me that he, th- this fellow was telling me that he had attended a shear from Rav Aaron Khan Shlita about common mistakes that people make during davening. So I thought maybe we would do a Temen Alachashir on common mistakes, most, but mistakes could be defined in many different ways. Sometimes a uh, mistake means that you're mistaking how to behave during davening. You're standing at the wrong part, sitting at the wrong part, not bowing. That, that's one kind of mistake. Another kind of mistake would be, like you said the wrong thing. You're, you forgot Yalaviyavu. You said Vesein Talamata when you shouldn't have. You know, something like that. But uh, the kind of mistake I want to talk about is uh, pronunciation and punctuation mistakes. People putting the commas in the wrong place. Now, as a disclaimer, I am not a grammarian. I don't know much about Tiktok. And um, frankly, when people you know, come to me with these things, I tend to get a little annoyed. I, don't know, I find it a little annoying. But it, it, you got to know what you're saying when you daven. And if there, sometimes there are mistakes. And I'll tell you, a lot of the mistakes that we make in davening are because of the song. Whatever the song is that we have to that particular tefillah. Because when you want to break something up in song, the natural thing to do is to break up in even amounts of words. So if there are four words in a phrase, you break it two and two. But very often that's not what it's actually supposed to be. So I wanted to just go through different examples. Uh, many of these examples I got from uh, my good friend Rabbi Warren Cinnamon. And other examples I just uh, came up with on my own or found or people told me about. So just go through a number of different what I think are common examples. Feel free to add and to give me more examples. I'm sure there are plenty, plenty more examples. The first example, the, the one that has to be mentioned first, both because it's at the very beginning of the Siddur and because the Mishnah Brura makes a big deal out of it. Even if you only had a Mishnah Brura Seder for one day before you gave up, you probably got to this Mishnah Brura, Mishnah Brura in Simen Aleph, Siv Katan Ches, talks about Moda'ani. We say, Moda'ani lefanecha. Oh, just one more thing. As I'm looking in the Siddur over here, the Siddurim that we have nowadays have punctuation. So it's a good idea to use that punctuation. Meaning, it used to be the old Siddurim, it was just a bunch of words. So it, you could excuse someone for not knowing the punctuation. But we have commas after... You know, after every phrase, use that. You should you should read it with those commas. Now it's true there will always be the guy who will say, "No, art school doesn't know what they're talking about," or "This one doesn't know what they're talking about," because they find one mistake in the thousands of commas in the art school. You'll probably get it right more often than you get it wrong if you follow the punctuation in the sidurim. It should also be noted, though, that Art Scroll is not necessarily consistent in the different printings of the different Sidurim, meaning they have uh, the English Hebrew Art Scroll has different uh, punctuation in certain places than the Hebrew Hebrew Art Scroll, and that's different than the interlinear Art Scroll. I don't know why. I would think they would only have done the job once and just you know copy and paste, but apparently they don't, and the different people have done it, and they have, uh, I guess, machlokas about how to punctuate. But we'll start with the first one. First one is, Moda'ani lefanecha melechai v'kayam, shechazarta bi nishmasi b'chemla, so Arskol added in correctly, a dash after the word b'chemla, Rabba emunasecha. And the Mishaburah makes a big deal that, about this, that a lot of times people say, Bechemla Rabba emunasecha. And there is no Bechemla Rabba. The way to read it is, Moda Nilfanecha, I give thanks to you. Melechaivakayim, living and everlasting king. Shezart, bin Bechemla. You've restored my neshama with mercy. 
Rabba Emunasecha. Great is your faithfulness, is your trustworthiness. And that's what the Mishabur writes in Sivkat and Ches. Vitevas Bechemla Yia Be'esnachta. Pretend like it has an Esnachta. And Esnachta is a trap that divides the Pasuk in half. So the word Bechemla should be Bechemla. Then, Verabe Emunasecha Beli Hefsik. Mishabur says, How do I know this? It's a Pasuk in Echa Perikimel, Pasuk Chav Gimel. Chadashim La Bekarim. Rabba emunasecha. What does that mean? Rashi on the spot. Chadashim labakarim. Mischad shemeim chasadecha miyom al yom. Your chasadim are renewed each and every day. Rabba emunasecha. Gedola hi after chascha. Rashi says your 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 promises are great. V'davar gadolu lahamin b'chayin. Say great thing to believe in you. Shetakayim v'tishmar mashiv tachlon. Because God, you keep your promises. So that is example number one of a comma that is often put in the wrong place. It's not bechemla rabba. It's bechemla comma. Another example of mispronunciation, although this is not a comma, this is just, you hear this wrong all the time, and this is 100% because of the song. Whoever wrote the song is, is, is totally guilty, I think, of, of this. I, I, I shouldn't say that. I haven't listened to it again. But certainly the way that people sing it, it's, uh, they're, they're totally guilty of this. In Uvalitzion, toward the end of the second to last paragraph of Uvalitzion, um, we we uh, we talk about Baruch Hu Elokeinu the the beginning of the second to last paragraph Baruch Hu Elokeinu she so people often say she Baranu Lichvodo that we created no Baruch Hu Elokeinu she Biraanu that he created us Lichvodo. That's Mechari from Megadiv, meaning that, that, that's like really Apikorsis, if a person gets that wrong. Shabaranu Lichvodo, that we created for his honor. No, we are not creators. We did not create anything. You know, there's a Machlokas Rishonim, when you correct a Balkore, how bad of a mistake does a Balkore have to, have to make? Some Rishonim say, you know, if he makes minor mistakes, even if it changes the meaning, you don't have to correct him. But if he's Mechari from Megadiv, if he says instead of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad, he says Hashem Acher, you know, so then you have to correct him. So if someone says, that would seem to be a significant error. It should be Shebira Anu Lichvodo. And the reason I think people say it that way is because is because of the song. That's uh, that's I think uh, makes sense that that's why people say it that way. Another example Birchas Kohanim in Chazar Sashat. So uh, people very often, you know what I'm about to say, and you know this one? Hamishaleshes Batorah. Hamishaleshes Batorah is not correct. That's not the way to say it. Why? What would Hamishaleshes Batorah mean? That it's said three times in the Torah. How many times does Birchus Kohanim appear in the Torah? Once. It's a bracha Hamishaleshes Batorah Ksuv Alidei Moshavdecha. It's a three-pronged bracha. What makes it a three-pronged bracha? There are three psukim to Birchus Kohanim. Yivracha Hashem Yishmerach is puzzle number one. Yar Hashem Panavilach Vichnech is puzzle number two. Yis Hashem Panavilach Vichnech Shalom is puzzle number three. So it's bracha mishuleshes batarak I see in the in the uh, Hebrew English art school they have it correct. They have a comma after the word mishuleshes. Bracha mishuleshes. It's a bracha mishuleshes. It is not mishuleshes batara. That wouldn't be up. Of course, it's just inaccurate to describe it as mishuleshes batara. Another one of uh, my favorites. And the end of the shir shal yom for Thursday. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's shir shal yom. So um, hopefully we'll all get it right tomorrow. What? Yeah, good thing we're doing it now, exactly. Vihi itam di olam, vayachilas pasuk, vayachileu mechelev chita, 
Umitzur dvash asbiyaka, people say. Mitzur dvash, from the honey rock, asbiyaka, I will satiate you. There is no honey rock. We, you can search high and low, you will not find the honey rock. But the way it should be read is, Umitzur, and from the rock, Dvash aspiaka, I will satiate you with honey. Well, how does that make any more sense? God satiates us with honey from a rock? So that the Mepharshim already explained on the Pasuk and and the Radak over there says that it's, it's, it's emphasizing that our Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to give us uh, sustenance from the Chelev Chita, from the cream of the wheat, and Dvash Aspiaka Minatsur, meaning it's a mashul lamadane aretz. It's a marshal for how great the land will be for us when we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly. That you serve Hashem properly, it will be like from a rock, that I'll make the sweetest things, I'll satiate you with the sweetest things from the rock. So it should be a mitzur, I notice in the, this uh, over here, the article does not put a comma after mitzur, but, uh, but it's not mitzur dvash, it's mitzur dvash asbiaka. So that's another, uh, another example. Um, another example, Anim Zemiros. So my shul, we don't say Adam Zemiros, except for Yom Kippur. But in, uh, in many shuls, they do say Adam Zemiros. And Adam Zemiros, toward the end, a few lines before the end, Tikar Shiras Rush Be'enecha is incorrect. Tikar Shiras Rush Be'enecha would be incorrect. Why? What would that mean? That it should be precious, the song of he who is poor in your eyes. No, it's Tikar Shiras Rush. The song of the rush, the song of the poor, should be precious in your eyes. Problem is, when you're making a song, and it's four words, so you want to break Tika Shiras from Rush Be'enecha, but that's not correct. It's Tika Shiras Rush, uh, Tika Shiras Rush Be'enecha, that the song of the poor should be precious in your eyes, Kashir Yushar al Karbanecha, like it's being sung over your Karbanos. So that too is a, seems to be a, uh, a, a basic mistake. Another one that's... It, it, nowadays, I think the tunes that people commonly use uh, uh, helps for this one. Shochinat, uh, at the beginning of, uh, of, of Shachris and Shabbos. So what do we say? Uh, so it's the, the, way, the correct way is Shochinat is a phrase. Shochinat is a reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he dwells in eternity. Marom v'kadosh shemo. It's not Shochenad Marom, that it's up until Marom that Kadosh is going to be his name. No, it's Shochenad, we're labeling, we're, we're, we're addressing the Shochenad, the Shochenad being Hashem, Marom V'Kadosh Shemo, and his name is Marom V'Kadosh, his name is exalted and, uh, and holy. So that's the, the way to say it. So it's not Shochenad Marom V'Kadosh Shemo, Shochenad Marom V'Kadosh Shemo. Another common one, we just got finished with David for, what? So how does this go? I'm not bad with this. Yeah, do the Shabbos one. Do it. Right. I don't know. It's a little iffy, right? Shochinad, Marav, Vekado, Shemo. It should be, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah? But it's, it divides the ad from the Marav, at least. Yeah. Um, in in uh, Ludavid... Ludavid that we just finished saying, so you know it's uh, the least relevant for us now. It's going to be a while until we say it again. But um, I, I guess if you know you like saying till him anyway. So Ludavid, people sometimes Ludavid Hashem Oriviyashi. It's not Ludavid Hashem Oriviyashi. It's not that Hashem is to David. No, it's Ludavid. This paragraph was written by David. This is a psalm of David. Hashem Oriviyashi. What did David say? That Hashem Oriviyashi. It's not Ludavid Hashem Oriviyashi. 
if it's L'davar Hashem, that's, that, that's, that would be very wrong. You're saying that, uh, that, that Hashem belongs to David. No, David, here's a psalm of David. Hashem, Ori Vyeshi. So it should be with a little bit of a, of a pause. And in fact, it has that in the Siddur, in this Siddur that I'm looking at right now at least, it has L'david Kama, Hashem, Ori Vyeshi. So that's uh, another important one. Now, a lot of times in the Birchus Kriyashma, um, it's easy to make a mistake also because the Birchus Kriyashma, very often we pause at a point where we're really right in the middle of a sentence. Like in Birchus Kriyashma, at the end of the paragraph of... Um, of Tisbarach uh, Tzirenu. So we say that the Malachim are Mavarchim, Meshabchim, Farim, Maritzim, Makdishim, Umamlichim, Eshem HaKelamel Chadadol. Meaning, what are they Mamlich? They're Mamlich, Eshem HaKelamel. So even though we finish Umamlichim, it shouldn't be like Sof Pasuk on Umamlichim. It should be Umamlichim in an, in an anticipatory note, as if we're about to finish the sentence. Umamlichim, Eshem HaKelamel Right? And the same is true in the next paragraph. They're onim and they are omer biyira. So a lot of times people say onim v'yomer biyira, as if that's the no. It's onim kulam kechad onim. They all answer at once. V'omer biyira and they say biyira kadosh kadosh kadosh. And the same in the next one. V'alfanim v'chayes hakadosh baraj gadol masnasim lumasrafim lumasam mishabchim v'yomrim. Facing them, they give praise and they say baruch varashemim gomo. We're about to say what they say, so it's a, it's a hyphen. It's not. It's a, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be a break. It shouldn't be a period. It shouldn't be an end of a uh, an end of a sentence. Um, another uh, example. Hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim shabchuhu kol haumim. So if it's kol goyim shabchuhu, that's a problem, because we're not saying that uh, that kol goyim shabchuhu. We're saying hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim, praise Hashem, all nations, shabchu kol umim, and all the people should uh, should be mishabeachim. Okay, that's uh, that's. I don't think that's messed up so often. Um, another oh, one of, one of my true absolute favorites. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's not a favorite. It's the only favorite because everyone gets it wrong. Uh, how do you sing Adon Olam? Which which tune you like? No, come on, no one sing. Yeah, B'terem Kol Yitzir Nivra. What does that mean? Before there was anything, Yitzir was created. Who is this Yitzir, and why was he created before anything? That's not what it is. B'terem Kol Yitzir. Before any creature, Nivra was created. We're saying that Hashem was Melech before Kol Yitzir was Nivra. Before any creature was created. So it's not Peterem Kol, before anything, Yitzir Nivra, Yitzir was created. No, it's Peterem Kol Yitzir. There's not a single tune of Adon Alam that I'm aware of that accounts for that. No? Do you know any tune of Adon Alam that actually does that? That breaks it up in the right place? Scandalous, no? We're teaching all of our kids the wrong thing. I don't know, someone's got to write a tune. I don't know. Is there any or it just So it should be Nivra. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and, and another one that uh, that the Abu Dram writes, the Abu Dram points out when Elokai Nishama Shanasatabi or Elokai Nitsola Shonimira. It's not Elokai Nishama. 
It's Elokai, my God, the God that you bestowed in me is uh, is pure. It's I mean, not the God, the soul that you, that you bestowed in me is is pure. So uh, so it's it's not Elokai Neshama. It's Elokai Kama Neshama Shanasati Bitorihi. Another one is No Se No Se No Se La So. It's not No Se La Rasha Ra Karisha So. It's No Se La Rasha La Rasha Ra that meaning, if you put it, if you do it the wrong way, then it's he gives to the bad, wicked one like his wickedness. No, say the Rasha Ra. He gives to the bad Rasha Kirishasa. That's not what it's saying. It should be no, saying the Rasha. He gives to the wicked one Ra Kirishasa, bad in accordance with his wickedness. So that's another one that I think a lot of people uh, get get wrong. Um, what else? Um, just in general, a pronunciation thing. A lot of people are totally unfamiliar with the fact that there's something called a mapik hay. Mapik hay is the dot in the hay means you pronounce the actual hay. And if there's a patach under it at the end of a word, it's not ha, it's ah. And it drives me nuts when I hear people uh, saying halal in the second paragraph. Elo, not ha, it's ah. Right, that's how how you you would say it in the second paragraph of of, uh, of Hallel. Uh, Palm's grandson told me that that his grandfather used to always correct him on every little detail in Dikdok. Every time he would pronounce something, he said, "What difference does it make?" He said, "You just don't understand. Whenever I hear it pronounced wrong, it's like taking fingernails and scratching it on a blackboard. It just just drives me crazy." So uh, okay, so that's one of those things. And one last one because I realize we're way over ten minutes. Um, Hashem, uh, and also because I'm out of them, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> the Yud Gimel Midos, when we say the, the common tune sung in many shuls, in young Israels for sure, when they say the Yud Gimel Midos. So, Nua, what's the common tune? Hashem Kelrachum Echanun Erech Apayim. What does that mean? Hashem is merciful and he's kind and he's tall and angry. No, it's not Erech and Apayim, it's Erech Apayim. He has, he's slow to anger. It takes him a long time to get angry. That's the lush of mercy. It's not Erech, that he's tall, and Apayim, and he's full of anger. Now, that would be a terrible thing to say. The first one is ridiculous, and the second one is terrible. So you want to say Erech Apayim, that he's very, very slow to anger. You can have fun doing this all day, probably. I'm sure you can come up with many more many more examples, but I just thought uh, these are some of, some of the more popular ones to, uh, to point out. Okay.